A few weeks ago, I took part in a book signing at a Pittsburgh Barnes & Noble with former Pirates pitcher Steve Blass. I have a new book out on Pirates Hall of Famer Willie Stargell, and Blass's memoir, A Pirate for Life, is now available in a paperback edition. Steve Blass was a hero of the Pirates' 1971 World Series victory over the Baltimore Orioles. That 1971 World Series is best remembered for the inspired play of Roberto Clemente, but Blass pitched the Pirates to win after they lost the first two games and was the winning pitcher in the seventh and deciding game. Steve Blass had an outstanding season for the Pirates in 1972, but they lost to the Cincinnati Reds in the playoffs and failed to return to the World Series. The worst for the Pirates, however, was yet to come. A few months later, on New Year's Eve, Clemente died in a plane crash while trying to fly supplies to the victims of an earthquake in Nicaragua. The impact of Clemente's tragic death was devastating on the Pirates' family, but no one was more affected than Steve Blass, who, at the beginning of the 1973 season, suddenly lost the ability to throw strikes. He never recovered from what became known as Steve Blass' disease, and two years later was out of baseball. After going through some difficult years, Blass returned to baseball in 1984 as part of the Pirates broadcast team. Three decades later, he still does the color commentary for the Pirates home games and has become one of the most popular and admired broadcasters in Pirates history. For an old diehard Pirates fan, it was a thrill to be sitting next to Steve Blass, but I also feared that the event, as my family kept reminding me, would turn into watching Steve Blass sign books. When I looked at the long line of Pirate fans and saw that each had a copy of A Pirate for Life in hand, it looked like my family was right. When the first ones in line, a father with his young son and daughter approached our table, the father explained that he already had a signed copy of A Pirate for Life, but his son had drawn a Pirate's picture for Steve Blass. Ignoring the crowd waiting for his autograph, Blass asked the boy to write to Steve on the picture and to autograph the drawing for him. When Blass saw that the boy's sister was pouting, he asked her to give him a high five. When she reluctantly tapped his raised hand, Blass told her that was no high five. When she slapped his hand, he smiled and told her, now that's a high five. The hero of the 1971 World Series had just become a hero to a new generation of Pirate fans. In the current steroid era, far too many of our stars, including the Cardinals' Mark McGuire and the Cubs' Sammy Sosa, have fallen into disgrace so it was a treat to spend an afternoon with someone who still lives up to his reputation as a baseball hero. He treated each fan in line with good humor and respect, and even took time to talk baseball to the old-timers sitting next to him. I tried hard not to stare at Steve Blass's World Series ring while I listened to him spin stories about his days playing with Clemente and Stargell. He also talked about his own career and its mysterious ending, and told me that his recommendation for the title of his memoir was they named a disease after me. When I asked him if he misses the game, he said he still dreams of pitching to Willie Mays, Ernie Banks, and Hank Aaron. The next night, at a Pirates broadcast, Steve Blass brought up the book signing and talked about the little boy's drawing. My favorite moment, however, came at the end of the book signing. Steve Blass didn't want to use the felt pen provided by Barnes & Noble, so my wife Anita lent him her pen. When he offered to return the pen, Anita, who always seems to get the last line, couldn't resist asking him to sign the pen for her. It was the only time Steve Blass was at a loss for words. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.